Good morning. My name is Darth Vader. I have an announcement. I will have a Disney Plus series. Live action. I don't know. Probably not. Hey, everybody. It's John. <laughs> Welcome back to TRB. Uh, but we are going to have a little fun today. Because we're going to imagine what a live action Darth Vader series would be like on Disney Plus. Because to, to me, it's a no-brainer. I feel like if... I don't want to say that. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but... What was I, that? I just think I it would like, be did am- he just get, I just heard you like thinking and just the internet like yeah I just say stop myself <laughs> it's uh I, I, to me it's something that would be just such a no-brainer to do so who knows if they end up doing it but anyway we're gonna have some fun later in our main discussion just imagining what it would be like if there was a Darth Vader series taking place between episodes three and four I know there's the comics and all that but we're gonna have some fun talking about what that would be like if you're able to turn on your Disney plus the ep- oh, I'm gonna play episode five of the Vader series. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And then, as you're thinking, uh, we're gonna go through some other stuff too, so you can get your ideas and join us in our discussion later. But uh, Lacey and James with me as always. Lacey again with the new setup uh, from Monday. Uh, very ambient. Uh, yeah. Lacey, behind your left shoulder is that a picture of yourself looking at you podcasting? Here. Yeah, nope. Here. It's, it's yeah. hard to, yeah. So I have a picture of us, a picture of me with DJ Elliot, who's my buddy, nice. and then a good oh, yeah, picture of me and my friends the first time I ever went to Disneyland. Nice. A lot of plants there. Who's yeah. uh, who's that ominous action figure? Is that Kylo Ren? Kylo Ren. So That's, I have Chewie uh, Kylo, Kylo Ren on the set of Sunshine, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I have a salt oh, right. lamp, guys. I'm that girl. I like positive vibes, you know. A salt lamp? This... Yeah, it's a salt a lamp. A salt is not a positive thing. No. You like salt. positive vibes? I got a little Grogu. <laughs> That's cool. Wait, is that the flying one? No, this is the oh. Hallmark ornament thing. Ornament. Oh, nice. Um, Very cool. And then I have a Camtono as well. Mm-hmm. Very on cool. My desk. That's an ice cream um, maker, actually. It is an ice yeah. cream maker. Uh, I like to call this week the AC sessions, you know? Just casual. <laughs> Just like really... Little mellow. Nice. Well, that Good is vibes. Cool. That is a, you know, that's light, very cool. Though. Nice yeah. lighting. So if you're like, it's really early, you just want to chill. Like, come watch us on YouTube. Very good, <laughs> James. What are you doing? Um, I'm. I still think it's funny your transition from Vader to John. Like you, like you're like I am Vader. Just kidding. It's me, John. Here we are. All right, we're back in. It's me. <laughs> like I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how you just pop through it. I and. While I was thinking about how quick you were to switch, I was reminded of your recent, um, just like the movies episode where you went full Porky Pig. What? <laughs> I did. If anybody, yeah, if anybody oh wants to go God. listen to that, he had a complete like train Mental wreck breakdown? meltdown where like <laughs> he could not get out of thought. And I was like, he's probably just going to skip over that. And he didn't. He went back to make sure everybody noted how badly he was like stammering there. But that's a sweet hoodie, James. I feel like you're rubbing it in my face that I don't have AC yet. Oh, AKA the AC session. Um, Lacey, you sound a little bitter. You know what I mean? um, uh, I am. I'm so high. It's so hot in my house. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Paul's the uh, best. Sun Lee for that. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 
Um, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, the yeah, the the I have a voice thing I'm going to do soon on the podcast. I'm bringing back an old character. Ooh. And I have a very clever idea for it. Is so it Daisy Ridley? And it why is it Daisy Ridley? It's not Daisy Ridley and it's not JJ either. So Can you do Daisy just once? No. Um, okay. <laughs> That's so no. mean. Everyone listening is like, wow, he's not even going to do it? Wow, wow. <laughs> Um, he's maybe it's all about it's all about it's all about maybe good it vibes, Lacey. Everything. It's all about those good vibes. Good vibes are over. You're not invited to the good vibes. Club. Oh God, jeez, turn the house lights on. Um, <laughs> all right, it is time for James Bainey to introduce our first segment of the day. I fear nothing for all this, as the Force wills it. Guys, before we get into Will the Force, which was just so nicely introduced for us, um, I want to talk a little bit about our Patreon, because if you love TRB and you want to support what we do here, you should at least try to consider uh, heading over to Patreon. Uh, we just launched some new updates to the page. Uh, there's some benefits there. Um, so it's a great time to sign up. Take a time, take your time, take a minute, go over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast, check out the tiers, pick out one that works for you and support the show. We really appreciate everything that you guys do. All of your support it not only keeps the show going, but allows us to uh, expand on what we want to do and plan for the future. So it, from the three of us, thank you guys very much. Thank you. Become thank a patron. Um, and by the way, if you are a $5 patron or more, uh, you can submit questions and topics to be featured on this show, which is Will the Force on this topic, let's say, specifically. Uh, the first one is going to come from uh, one of our patrons, uh, Admiral Riley Ness. Riley wanted to know. Riley. Hey, Riley. Will we see an older Din Djarin interact with the sequel trilogy characters? Uh, John, you're going first on this one. What do you think? I would love that because I'm I've been slowly building this whole Avengers Star Wars thing lately. Um, but I, I still think, like I said, I think he's dying at the end of The Mandalorian. So I don't think that opportunity is going to be there. And as far as I understand it, Mandos don't become Mando ghosts. So. I think no. John, if, I love the, in Star Wars Adventures comics. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that a thing? Are there Mando ghosts? No, no. Oh. I was just joking. So like Satine, like floating around, like Obi Wan. Could be. I miss you. Uh, so you you're don't going do Daisy, but you do that. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, James. So you're going um, no, no. Yeah, sorry, Riley. I don't know if you were leaning that way. Mm. Lacey, what do you think? Will Din Djarin be interacting with sequel trilogy characters? Same with John. I would love to see it, but I kind of feel like a lot of people feel that he's going to die at the end of the series. Um, mm. I feel differently mm. about how that's going to happen, but um, I think that's... They're building us up for heartbreak, I feel. I feel like he's he's going. Peanut! Never thought about it like that before. Hmm. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, oh, that's so good. Ah, I can't man. like hear any of her lines, by the way, without doing an accent of some sort. Like any line. <laughs> Anytime someone asks me, like, "Oh, what line is this in this movie?" I always have to do her. <laughs> I just love her facial expression. She's very animated. She is. Um. Yeah, this one's tricky because I I want to disagree with you guys, but I find it very hard to think that there's 
there's so much time between when like Finn and and I maybe Poe, I guess, but like, you know, the the force awakens and Ray is now doing stuff. So it's like I, I think there's a lot of time there. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no to this as well. I don't think we're gonna see this character interacting with them. Um and even beyond him dying. Like, I think him dying is a very real possibility. But even if he doesn't die at the end of the series, I still think, like, there's just a lot of time that goes on between these um, where this character just might not be up to much anymore. I don't know. We'll see. But I think maybe this question is possibly coming from the fact that he may be at um, Exegol. You know what I mean? I think people Mm -hmm. think that maybe the Razor Quest was there. So maybe he was kind of interacting with the Resistance at a specific time in his life. So I don't know. I'm still open to them doing it, but I don't think it's going to happen. The next question here. James goes into these segments like, how can I disagree with them? Well, (laughs) yeah. I I mean, I like the conversation. I don't like us all to say the same thing all the time, you know? Sure. No, it's just funny. Um, Will Force Ghost Luke Skywalker appear in any content that takes place after episode nine? Lacey, I'm jumping back to you first on this one. What do you think? I thought you were going to ask me how I feel about Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Showing up in the Mandalorian. Uh, no. Um, I think Luke is done with... Uh, I think that ended with Rey. I think um, the all the Jedi talking to her is like the kind of the end of that saga, you know, the Skywalker saga. And you might get a voice from Luke, but there's no reason for her to him go see her. She has everything she needs. She's all the Jedi. She, you know, she's on her own. He even says in the trailer, he's like, this is your fight now. So Hmm. in the movie too, but I remember it from the trailer. John, you have a look on your face that says you disagree. Do you think Luke Skywalker (laughs) is coming back? No, I was thinking. No, I was actually thinking about how much you hate Force Ghosts. We'll get into Me? that in a second. <laughs> no, James. No. Oh, I was gonna say I, I don't, don't hate know. Force Ghosts. No, no, you like Force Ghosts. He hates Bluke. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, we'll get there. What's up? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Though I do think like Ray's coming back and stuff, and it's just gonna be hard to explain why he's not back. But it's kind of like how like as time goes on and certain things obviously you run out of time and it's like i you know like that show dexter's coming back and the biggest part about dexter was the flashbacks of him as a teenager and how his dad would show him how to do what he had to do and that the young version of him obviously grew up so they couldn't use him anymore and then they did it with the just the dad and it just it gets messy as people get older and the continuity and stuff like that. And, you know, Mark Hamill's going to get older and you can still probably get away with it. But I don't know that he wants to reinvest with like, our, now we're going to start a new thing. And it's going to be this is going to be not the handoff anymore. It's just Ray's thing, like Lacey just said. And do you want to come back? He's probably going to be like, how many times are you going to ring that towel out before it's just like it's not special anymore to see luke mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's what makes me wonder about the, the whole thing they're doing with right now with the mandalorian how much they're going to do that different time they, of his life though i know but if you keep bringing luke back then it's like eh, it's not as special as when we saw that x-wing fly up in chapter 16 right so i'm gonna say no 
too, because I think that's uh, part Mark Hamill, part them saying like, you know, we want to kind of try to limit this thing. All right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say no, too. And John, you you kind of touched on it. You know, I first off, I want to clear the air. I do not hate Force Ghosts. I love the concept of Force Ghosts within Star Wars. But I have, just as you said, I've noted that there's an issue with Force Ghosts because they don't age and they could theoretically show up at any time and you have an issue with actors. It's almost like they kind of backed themselves into a corner when they created that concept. No no reason why not to do it. You know, George Lucas absolutely should have done it. You know what I mean? He wrote it in. That's the story. Very great. Very awesome piece of lore. But Star Wars is very successful and it's still going on and they're still writing these stories and people want that connectivity. And you have this thing in your lore that says an actor can show up looking the age that they're looking, you know what I mean? And it gets it just gets difficult because these people aren't around and you have to like explain away why these characters don't show up one of the things that they've done is they said well they only really show up to say like the person that they were related to that's why we're not seeing alec guinness show up anymore you know he was kind Mm -hmm. of with luke and now luke is his own master so that's why he's not around but they've even kind of messed with that and i don't know it's weird and i think they like i said they backed themselves into the corner and the answer to this john i think is you're right is they're probably not going to do it and they're probably going to come up with some canonical thing that kind of just says force ghosts have decided to not show up anymore you know what it is collectively moved on or whatever what god i see the look on his face what are you about to say it's going to be qui-gon in the obi-wan kenobi series and he's going to be like I've discovered how to do this, but you can only come back three times. <laughs> you can only come my- back three times. <laughs> like Casper, where time. the mom can only come back once? Yeah. Well, there's other things like, you know, three wishes with the genie. You know, there's a lot of things like that. Well, where you put a cap on it. He's like, we can only do it three times. So this is my first time. Well, the Casper thing is like, they can only come back once. She can only come back. Yeah. Before she moves on. Yeah, I, really like I mean, that was being Casper's brought back great. to <laughs> full body, wasn't it, or something? No, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right with the with the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. Like, they could have Qui-Gon come back and explain. It's the perfect time for him. To, yeah, what uh, what it means to be a Force ghost and, and why they are only showing up for these specific reasons. and Because and, they've said that, they've done that in the books and stuff, that they've explained, like, they don't their understanding once they're in the cosmic force they don't really want to be pulled back into this like actual plane to deal with the real people and stuff i don't know they've kind of toyed with that stuff so i don't know maybe they're trying to like explain it away in canon but again this yeah. is a long-winded answer uh for will will he show up i, I think we're all in agreement that he's not going to show up yeah. um lacy you did say no right i said no okay yeah I want to make sure I didn't miss something. All right, Commander mm-hmm. Danny uh, had a question for us. She, C- Commander, yeah, that's a $5 Which Danny, Semperfy Danny or other This Danny? is Semperfy Danny, yes. Um, hey, Danny, happy anniversary. They anniversary. wanted to know, uh, will we yes. see Hondo Anaka in any upcoming live action series? And if so, if so, if show. <laughs> for uh, show. <laughs> what is the most show. likely? Um, John, I'm going to start with you on this one. What do you think? 
How about you go first, since we're, we're keep stealing your answer? Oh, well, uh, I think Hondo will show up in live action in one of the, the television shows. Um, <laughs> I think they want to, I think they have a, an opportunity here, just like Hera where, and Ahsoka, that were like, okay, we would never normally put these characters in, but now we can kind of stretch the means. I think Hondo has become one of those characters that they recognize as a as a uh, fan favorite that they, or at least that they want to push as one of those characters. They put him on a ride. Yeah, there, there's yeah. a reason they they really went heavy in him. I mean, he was in Clone Wars. They brought him back for Rebels. They wrote uh, a book uh, where he was a main character in the book, um, and they also now have him in Galaxy's Edge stuff too. And he's like an animatronic and everything. Hondo is very. Um, seen by Disney. They they like that character. And I think given the opportunity to make a tie with the parks and other things like that, um, uh, he's a very easy character to stick in and fans will do the the uh the Leonardo DiCaprio thing. Yeah. And they'll point to right. him when they see him on screen. If if I think he was gonna show up in a series, I bet you it's Ahsoka. Hmm. Cause I feel like she would be the one person that would be like I might know someone. And That's fans will, will feel a connectivity to Clone Wars because of Ahsoka, and they'll feel the connectivity to Rebels because of Ahsoka. Do you think they would have somebody physical and then still do Jim Cummings with a voice, or do you think they'll have somebody come do the whole thing? <sighs> I think they will have somebody come and do the same thing and they'll leave Jim Cummings out of it. I know that's, that's, that's tough. Crap. That's tough. It is tough, but I think, I think they're setting a precedent with a lot of these characters. I think if they have live action Ahsoka, it's not Ashley Eckstein. If they have live action Hera. It's not going to be Vanessa's voice. Yeah, but Hondo, you can't really see his, like the human's face. So like if they got, I, I would assume they're not going to get like, Johnny Depp to play Hondo or Naka or whatever. <laughs> Although. <laughs> yeah. And Star Wars has dubbed voices before, but yeah, you make a good point. All right. Well, and then I'll, what's I'll your just pick? Answer, I'll answer quick. Yeah, I think he will too. Um, I would prefer the voice dub, um, but yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't use him because there's a plenty of places to throw him in, toss him in. Uh, there's going to be more coming too. So yeah, I think so. What show? I don't, yeah, man. I would say <laughs> they stick him in Obi Wan, and every fan is like, every fan of like Obi Wan, the character is like, what is this? <laughs> Jar Jar Binks round two? Oh man, <laughs> I don't know if they'll do that because it's a limited series. No, they wouldn't. Would say, That's my point. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah, I'll say the Ahsoka series. Ahsoka. All right, Lacey, yeah. what what do you think? Is he showing up in live action? I definitely think he is because he's in Ooh. everything, like you said. And just the fact that they have him in Galaxy's Edge, I'm like, why wouldn't they put him in something? And he was in um, Forces of Destiny. Like, he was in all this stuff. Yeah. Um, I do think that he'll probably show up with Ahsoka, but um, I'd love to see him show up in Solo if possible, if there's a Solo series ever made. When Galaxy's Edge launched, because- he, was a, he was an exclusive pop figure. Right, so I'm just thinking because the ride ties to the Millennium Falcon, it would make sense if at some point they cross both. 
Because mm. then it ties yeah. it back to the ride. You get to be like, and they're all about that, guys. We know that. Jungle Cruise, Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean. Like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah that, that is a good point. So he, he actually, it, it, oddly enough, he owns the Falcon after The Last Jedi. That's, he's the, the sole proprietor of the ship for a, a, a little period of time during Galaxy's Edge when, when that No spoilers. Happens. Well, I mean, Just yeah. not for the ride, but I'm saying even in like <laughs> Pirate's Price, that's, that's sure. kind of the explanation there. Um, so he As is one Jim of the Cummings, owners of the Falcon. Yeah, oh, that's, nice. that's tough, John. Cause you, you, but I mean, I think most people would have said the same about Ashley. Like her voice is Ahsoka. They had her read the Ahsoka novel because it'd be hard to read. Yeah, have anybody else read the character. You're not going to get Rosario and be like, we're using someone else's voice. No, that's I, true. well, yeah, but I'm saying like, well, yeah, you're not going to get Johnny Depp and replace him with, I know they're not going to get gonna Johnny, get s- but you know what I'm saying no. though. They're not, they might not get, uh, or they might get a good actor to wild. play him. Johnny if Depp it was some Johnny? theater guy who knows how to move weird and stuff. Yeah. Johnny Depp as Hondo Anaka. Hmm. Also, Chubbs is making an appearance on this podcast tonight. It's been a <laughs> week for him too, so uh, we're gonna excuse that. He's probably gonna make a guest appearance shortly. Also, is, is Johnny Depp like good? At, like, is he good now? Is he gonna be like come back and play Jack Sparrow and stuff? I think he's out of it. Um, but I mean, he's got a lot of legal stuff going on. I think. Yeah. And then what's her name? I don't want to make this a thing, but what's her name? Who's like beating Amber him and Heard. stuff? Is it going to be an Aquaman too? Yeah, so ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that because it's just like it's up in the air of what's who's saying what. It's crazy. It's I, crazy. I actually, I actually know exactly what to say to that, and it's will Snoke appear by the end of the Mandalorian? <laughs> uh, John, mm. that's our next question, and it's going to Lacey first, actually, on this one. What do you think, Lacey? Snoke, Mandalorian, and the Mandalorian. No, I think as far as it went was the test tube. Ooh, test tube. And that right. we saw like Snoke bodies in that they then didn't address for the rest of the season. Yeah, which is also confusing too because of Bad Batch. And now we're seeing like all sorts of different test tube creatures and stuff. Right, right. Um, John, do you think that Snoke is going to appear in The Mandalorian? Um, I do. I do. I think it'll be um, not so pronounced, but they'll confirm that that's what was going on. They're going to show him or mention him, you're saying? No, we're going to see him. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to see him. Um, I think it'll be very brief, maybe even montage-based. I don't think we're going to get Andy Serkis delivering lines and doing performance capture or anything like that. Mm -hmm. They may go full CG, but we'll get the confirmation that that's kind of what was going on to tie in... Palpatine's plan and, and all that. I think they'll do that. And that's enough of a connection where it's not too much, mm-hmm. but it's enough to be cool. Um, and do you know what he is called in um, the UK, by the way? Is Snoke? this another joke? <laughs> Supreme Leader Bloke. I can always tell by the look on your face. <laughs> what is it? When you say that? the look on his face, do you mean this one? No, the look on his face. Chubbs will make an appearance, guys. Welcome yeah, watch the, the YouTube Chubbs. video, everyone. All right. Uh, the look of this. Before he's got, he says anything. He's got this extra little smirk that he has something cooking. Go back and watch before. Yes, before you finish talking, James, he'll just be like. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I am going to say no that he will not appear. Uh, I'm going to say that he will be mentioned, though. Oh, I dig that. That's all right. That's cool. Hmm. So we have um, nothing middle gro- like middle of the road will be mentioned, and then all in, he's going to be there. Yes. Make a bet. Yeah. Now oh, you want to make on. a bet? Get out of no, here. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. I just, I think that uh, a mention will be there. Like, I think, like, I could see, um, um, gosh, now I can't think of his name, but um, the the big Moff Hondo. Gideon. No, Ma- yeah, Hondo. Oh. Moff Gideon <laughs> saying, you know, he reports to uh, someone, you know, who goes by the name of Snoke or something along those lines. I could see that, but I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think they're going to do the full blown, um, Andy circus and thing or whatever. I think people would, would feel like that might be too much of a stretch. Like I want to hear the name, but I don't want to, I don't want to see it. I almost forgot about Moff Gideon for a little bit. And I was so like on, like I was so like hyping him for season two you and stuff. Giddy and then, for Gideon? Yeah. then yeah, I was giddy for Gideon. And um, after he kind of like tried to off himself, like off Gideon, mm-hmm. I was I, I I lost my fear of him. I've talked about this. Yeah, I hope I hope he I hope he comes back and is like it seemed really out of character. And we talked about that in the last episode of the Manda Fan Show that in like even the season recap I think with Clayton right that it just seemed very out of character for this. They just crazy sapped game. away yeah. the the mystique of him and the and the the fear that he instilled and mm-hmm. like yeah. when he first showed up and like, I hope they don't hux him. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I hope. Oh my gosh. Huh? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope they like kind of bring, let's bring back Moff Gideon and let's we'll hopefully <laughs> do something with him. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that is it for Will the Force this week. John, you want to take us into our discussion? Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Yeah, so imagining a Darth Vader live-action Disney Plus series with or without Hondo Onaka. Um, (laughs) Disney Plus has opened the door to endless possibilities for Star Wars to explore all different kinds of stories in a series format. Now, you know, we've seen Vader in live-action over the span of uh, about five years canonically, if you don't count Revenge of the Sith, the brief appearance there. But really, you know, Rogue One to Return of the Jedi, it's a very short period of time in the galaxy. Uh, There is a 20-year time in the Vader Prime between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Uh, That would be amazing to see, besides on the pages of comic books. Um, So let's imagine what a Vader Disney Plus series would be like. And first off, I'll just ask the two of you, would you, is it too much Vader for you? Or would you be down with like even just an eight episode Vader series? Hunting down some Jedi, doing some cool things. Lacey? Vader was my favorite part of Rogue One, so I'm in. James? Yeah, I, I don't think it would be too much Vader for me. I, I would I'd kind of be... I would admit that I think Lucasfilm is leaning on him a lot. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're just doing mm-hmm. this because this mm-hmm. is an easy win, but it's not like my fandom is going to be too snobby about it or anything like that like i'm right. i'm going yeah. to be like look this is this is cool this is something i want to see it's so for fans out there like darth vader is one of those things that transcends star wars and that's you know we've i've said this a bunch how like people can recognize darth vader by his 
sound, his breathing, his voice, or whatever. It's just an iconic character. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan, yeah, you know who Darth Vader is. Yeah, people that haven't even seen Star Wars knows know who Darth Vader is. Yeah, and even in markets where Star Wars is just garbage, you know, it, they know Darth Vader. And I want our audience for just a minute, or a few seconds or whatever, to try to guess in your mind how many minutes Darth Vader has been on screen in Star Wars movies. And I'll wait five seconds. Because when I looked this up, blew my mind boggled your mind that, Dar- that darth yeah that darth vader is only on screen in star wars for 40 minutes total that's the the impact isn't that insane to think about it reminds me of the video that went viral a little while ago of that like golden retriever that's watching star wars with their owner and darth vader comes out and the dog's like oh uh, and jumps down from the yeah. couch and like hides behind the couch mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Like, you know, people were talking about, oh, man, Rose Tico deserved more screen time. And it's like, Rose Tico has like 19 minutes of screen time in Star Wars. Darth Vader has only double that. And it's Darth Vader. You know? Yeah. And I made that comparison just because people wanted more Rose Tico so much. And it's like, you're the biggest character in the history of cinema is on screen for 40 minutes. Yeah. And you it's could argue you that. He's one of it's, the biggest characters of all time. It has yes. to be a top three I don't even mm-hmm. know who else, like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, and I guess my point is it's how you use the time. And that's where, you know, the balancing acts would, act would be here. And that's where I want to kick off my point, I guess. I think a limited Darth Vader series would be amazing. Eight episodes. And you don't make it so that he's, like, the narrator or he's, like, 100% the focal point. He He is the nucleus of the show and everything that happens revolves around his actions and stuff like that. But you could still use him sparingly. And make it big impacts scenes like Rogue One or any of the stuff he's done. And, you know, have uh, Inquisitors in there and have Jedi in there and do all these different things. And maybe even hop and see what else is going on around the galaxy or people hearing that Darth Vader is coming. And what does that village do to react to it? Kind of like Chapter 4 of The Mandalorian. There's a lot you can do without like just giving you 300 minutes of Vader in a series. So before people say like, oh, we've had enough Vader. Like, I don't think we have. And I think there's a good way to do it. And I think there's still a story to be told, even though they did a lot of storytelling in this period in the comics. I understand that. But a very small percentage of people buy and read those comics. I think just from a business perspective, it would be a home run, whether you did it at a, as a movie or as we're all kind of very enticed by this idea of the stretched out storytelling in the series. And just from a story perspective, like that would be very compelling to see this day and age, how we got a tease on Rogue One, Darth Vader doing his thing in live action, I think that'd be such a knockout. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, do the series. You don't need to overdo it with Vader. You can still do other things throughout that story and still give us some really impactful Darth Vader. And I'll put the cherry on my Sunday. I tweeted this out. I watched the um, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier UFC pay-per-view last weekend. And Ron Perlman... The actor, a lot of people know him as Hellboy or Clay Morrow from Sons of Anarchy, did the voiceover promo for it. And boy, if that something didn't click in my head, I'm like, if James Earl Jones at 95 or whatever hangs it up, doesn't want to do it anymore, or he can't do it anymore or whatever, Ron Perlman would be a perfect voice for Darth Vader. And uh, I tweeted that out and a lot of people agreed. So that's something to think about. But anyway, hmm. um, I don't know who wants to take it, but uh, you both kind of said you'd be down to see it. So let's just have an open chat about it. Go ahead, James. 
Um, well, I think one, one thing that I, I noticed when you were saying is, you know, you don't have to make Darth Vader like the main character or whatever. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why the original run of the Darth Vader comics, the new canon one was, was so good is because they used Dr. Afra as a, um, a mediary, it's mediary, is that the right word between you and him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were kind of reading the comics and you were seeing what was going on, but she was kind of playing out her odds and kind of saying like, well, I think this is how it's going to go. And then when he shows up, he always like, I don't know, like just delivered, you know what I mean? He is Darth Vader and it was always a payoff. So I could kind of see that like in an episode, if he, for whatever reason had to like ally with a character, like you would you would have your main character kind of be this other person but he's always regularly dealing with and maybe kind of like Thrawn's novel alliances like it's Thrawn's book but it's like Darth Vader is such a heavy character in that um that it kind of makes it that's a good point like the two of them are there because I think if you were to actually call the show Vader yeah you would have I mean that would be a bigger deal but I feel like in order to deliver this show, you would probably have to have a character that you could kind of relate with the audience. And it could still be the Empire side of the story, the Sith side of the story. Like if you had him, like maybe not chasing down Jedi, but like a particular Jedi that, you know, you watch five episodes of him tracking this dude down and you're almost starting to get to a point where you're you feel like you're like man i kind of like this jedi i think this is a cool jedi but then everybody is like oddly sickly satisfied when that sixth episode comes the the finale and it's like vader finally catching him and just like killing him in that so perfect way that you're like oh oh, man (laughs) what a payoff like and you're conflicted because like you like i like you dude but i kind of want vader to kill you (laughs) like i think maybe that might be an angle to to hang it on the only thing is like everybody you'd have to make that six episode such a satisfying payoff because going into episode one, when they explain who that Jedi is that he's trying to track down, you're like, never heard of him. He's obviously going to die. Like that's Mm. how this series ends. So calling it is, I feel like off the table and no matter how you try to play it, you know, you probably know that if this is the Vader series, you're going to see Vader like really lean into this person for yeah whatever the reasons are that they set up through through the episode i mean it could just be that he's a jedi but they could they could dive into the whole like they could show hayden christensen christensen with this with this guy you know back at the temple and he's like trying to teach him and hayden has a conflict or he doesn't really he's like I don't think that should be how it is, you know, or whatever. And yeah, they can kind of show that. And then when they flash back to him now, you know, you're standing over him and I don't know, I think it could be kind of neat, but that is cool. And yeah, we, we, we do have to mention, obviously people are going to point out, well, Vader's coming back for Kenobi and we get that, but I think we all three agree it's going to be, uh, in small doses. So, uh, Lacey, um, what, what, what do you think here? So if like, what would you imagine, a Vader series looking like being like feeling like what what kind of what kind of vibe it's kind of interesting that James was talking about flashbacks and stuff 
because that's what I feel like we're going to get in Kenobi. I feel like that's when we're going to get those flashbacks. So Hmm. to me, this series, I would want not really that. I don't want to know necessarily the inner workings, emotional struggles, because I think we're going to get it in Kenobi. I think that's where we're going to get those kind of moments. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, And it's not because I don't want to see them. I just think that that's where we're going to get them. Yeah, it already has a platform. Yeah, so I, I kind of feel like what you brought up earlier, John, with just like the central character being this guy that's doing terrible things to people and the repercussions of those choices that he's made his whole life, but then the bigger ramifications of being Darth Vader because when we meet him in A New Hope, he's like this big, ominous presence. And then we go to The Last Jedi and people are telling legends of Luke Skywalker. You don't think that happened with Vader for however long? Like, people were like, the yeah, guy? That's a good, that's a good, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I kind of want the the guy we saw in Rogue One that's just mowing people down and, like, just basically doing whatever Palpatine wants done. Um, yeah. And I, it's at type of mind, so I apologize for bringing it up again, but I feel like Loki's a good example. Like, they don't necessarily have a ton of flashbacks in that show. It's just, like, where he is in that moment and the repercussions of his decisions and the people directly around him that then affect the bigger world itself. I feel like that's a good kind of model for a Vader show. It's like... The idea that you have this character that makes choices here and there and they, you know, have kind of... Loki's a little different because he has, like, these moral... Like, am I good or am I bad? I think you could just go, I'm bad and these are the decisions I'm making. But then it plays out with the other characters of how those decisions affect them as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And, you know, for Vader, you know, uh, in terms of live action, we didn't get to see a lot of prime Vader... Right. Because as soon as he finds out that he has this son, that's what he becomes obsessed with. And then he already starts his sort of turn back. Now, I feel like if we get a Vader who is still, you know, you you leave the Padme reflecting and inner torment in the comics. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great spot for it. I think Kenobi's a great spot too. Kenobi too. Sure. And then uh, the, the Vader series, we can get the... I want a series where we are terrified of Darth Vader. Yeah, make me scared. Yeah, yeah. So then, like when Moth. you do get to the original trilogy, the turn feels even that much more satisfying that Luke was able to get to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of it just being like, oh, there was this bad guy and then he, you know, turned for his son. Like, if you see him, like, hunting down these Jedi and just being ruthless, the the... The evil Sith Lord that he gets labeled. Like, show us that. Give us that. And I'm not saying that because I want to see violence and I just want to see people getting slaughtered. It's not that at all. But I think, like, like Vader lends himself to being those extremes. And I think we didn't get... We haven't gotten maybe enough of seeing him being in his prime as in the suit Darth Vader. Uh, Rogue One gave us a bit. But I think um, there's a lot you can tell in that 20-year span that can make his redemption feel even that much more gratifying from a narrative perspective. I think Rogue One was so jarring because it was so different than A New Hope, who's just kind of like, 
Batman turning around and like, yeah, you know, yeah. storming around and like has power, but you don't understand necessarily why you're like, yeah, this uh-huh. guy's scary. He's in all black. He's clearly the leader. But like, why do these people follow him? I think the series could be something where you're like, oh, OK, this totally makes sense. He's badass. And he is just mm-hmm. like a ruthless person that is savage and does whatever he wants and like is willing to kill you. And I think that is explored really well in the comics from what I've under what I've read and what I understand is that it shows you how bad he is. But I think Rogue One seeing that in live action, for me at least, was so jarring from the Darth Vader we then see in the original trilogy. So I think I'm with you, John. I, I wanna see him just wreck house and and just do terrible things because it will justify being that much more afraid of him when he finally meets up with Leia in A New Hope. You're like, oh my gosh, I hope she's going to be okay because yeah. he's that bad. Yeah. So, I mean, the comics definitely do it with that, you know, um, surrounded by his fear and dead men, right, James? Right, but, right. Yeah. So, so one thing that I want to point out, though, that I don't even know that I would have been able to to pull this you know, before this conversation even started, something that kind of occurred to me is that Darth Vader is actually more than just the guy who gets sent to kill that person or whatever. Sure. Um, like when you're thinking about like, like a political hitman or something like that, like that's kind of what he is. He's the enforcer for Palpatine. Now, how does Palpatine actually have rule? He has rule over politics. So whenever he needs somebody to like vote a certain way or do a certain thing, he sends Vader. Vader walks in and says, this is how it's going to go. He's not Mm. there to kill anybody. He's there to walk into the room and intimidate the heck out of everybody in the room saying, this is how it's going to go. If you and if you do something different then this isn't going to go how you think. You know what I mean? I didn't mean to make that. Flash so forward to yeah. Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, right, I didn't mean to do right. that. But, it, but he, I, I'm, I'm now piecing together all these scenes that I think of like Vader in the comics and even mm-hmm. in the movies. He's like, mm-hmm. he's not there to kill um, Leia. He's there to be like, I'm here for the plans. Where are they? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to tell me or I'm going to torture you. And she doesn't tell him. So he tortures her. That's and right. he has no problem with that. I think a lot of this show would probably be political. And I I know that might not be the first thing you think about, but I would imagine that the way it would play out is that the emperor needs Vader to accomplish something for him. So Vader is going to all these different places. The The first issue of the comic is him showing up to Jabba. He doesn't kill Jabba. He's bargaining with right. Jabba. He's telling him, this is how it's going to go. This is your place. This is your role. And if you don't like it, then, then I'm going to be back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When does and that th- take place on the timeline? Do you know? Uh, the not after I'm Return asking. of the Jedi. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> for both for of, them. of them. Yeah. yeah, for both of them. The reason I'm asking is because you think of Revenge of the Sith and how volatile and, and crazy and angry Anakin was. And then you see him at the end of that movie where he's just like breaking everything. Like, how did he get from that to the guy that shows up at meetings and is like, yo, you're going to fall through on this and I'm going to come back and make sure you did it. 
because those are two different well, things, but they are the same person. Well, yeah, but so, at, but look at even Revenge of the Sith. I mean, the first mission Palpatine gives to Anakin, to, to Vader, is sure. you're going to go down to this planet and, and you're going to take care of these people or whatever, Kill which everybody. I guess is kind yeah. of, a, yeah, I, actually, I take that back. I was going to no, say, that's not about, really a wrecking thing. I, I was, know what you're saying. I'm saying I want to see that anger of the guy yelling at Obi-Wan all like half burnt and then destroying everything. And how did he go from that to the show me those plans? <laughs> like, so I think, I think, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I think that's um, Palpatine keeping the beast at a certain level Dog on a leash, so that yeah. he, you know, you always, you always have to, if you're the master, you always got to be a little bit ahead of that guy. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where like Tarkin comes in because it gets to a point where Vader's obedient to Tarkin. And Tarkin's like, Vader, release him. And he's like, as you wish. You know, that's Palpatine, you know, hammering that home, making sure he knows, like, he stays at that level because at any point, Vader could take out the Emperor. So I think that's that's probably how they would explain that, in my, if I had to guess. Sure. I always think that Vader's, Vader's doing two things at once. He's following exactly the the letter of the law like exactly as the emperor said the emperor requested this and i'm going to do that but he also is doing that sith thing where he has his own motives and a lot of times in those particular comics that take place like when he finds out about luke a lot of his like submission is finding out more about that pilot or whoever this kid is and he's not letting on that the he's not telling the emperor that he's doing that stuff so he's still doing these missions for the emperor while still doing his sub motive. I wouldn't be surprised if we were given a story that was like, like I said before, the emperor says, this is the situation and I need you to handle this. And we get multiple episodes of Vader kind of going through the situation and making sure that happens while also having like a sub level of him being like, ultimately my plan is to overthrow this. The Vader series would be the, the perfect series to bring in the apprentice, like the apprentice of Vader, star killer character. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Cool. That would be that a good be cool. opportunity to bring it in because that was part of the Force uh, Unleashed, is that Vader was clearly there doing the Vader, uh, do the Emperor's biddings and all that. But he also was like, I, you know, I'm going to have this secret apprentice because this is the way the Sith are. I'm and sure Sam Witwer would yeah, agree. Yeah, would it be yeah. Sam Witwer? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, why not? I mean... That, He's in his 40s now, but you could probably de-age him a little bit or something. I mean, I think I think that Starkiller is one of those characters that probably could be considered like a fan favorite character that like kind of like Thrawn we're like we don't have to bring him back but we are choosing to bring him back I think that Starkiller could be one of those characters where you're like hey we're gonna we're we're bringing him back we're making a big announcement everybody's gonna be excited Sam Witwer will be returning as the role whether it's his voice or in uh, him as the actual person but um, but we're gonna we're gonna change it up, it. or it's gonna take place a little <laughs> yeah. bit different, you know, than what you're familiar with. We're not; it's not the Force Unleashed. It's now th- this new version of Star Killer, and here's how we're gonna sure. play. Maybe you could, yeah, you could make him any age then. Make him whatever Sam Witwer's age is then. Be like, that's like the, that's he what is, age is fit. He could do it. Yeah, yeah. he's like me. It's great. <laughs> so that's that's interesting. So then, so then you guys like that angle of the of the <laughs> Vader apprentice? It's still yeah, Vader's I like that. show. That's cool. 
Yeah, as long as like it's a thing where is this kept from Palpatine? I want Inquisitors um, too. See, I think yeah. that I think the Apprentice could. Where I started this conversation, I think he could play that role of the character that you're like you're kind of siding with or you're understanding the story through him. Like if if he's like, you know, uh, Vader's asking me to do this and I got to do it. So, you know, that's part of the mission too is him and Vader going to this place and doing these things together and him witnessing it and being trained by him and stuff. I, yeah. And I, I obviously, if you do a Vader series, I would love to see the Emperor, you know, but not not, not a lot, maybe one scene like a big scene that shows who the boss is and like why Vader is so beaten down by this guy to that he never overthrows him um, until he thinks about it once he sees Luke. Um, so I think that would be really cool. And again, you know, I'm always up for McDermott coming back. Um, yeah, that would be great. And maybe you have Oscar Isaac come in and, uh, and confirm it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yep. Somehow, Palpatine returned. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't have much else on this. I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts before we uh, head to resistance transmissions, but uh, just thinking about the idea of it is very, like I could, I could picture myself sitting on the couch, putting on my Disney Plus and being so excited to tune into the next episode of this show about Vader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would be super fun. And what, what what's stopping them from doing that is my I guess my question. To, that's my final thought. Uh, they just have a lot of other projects they're doing. That's literally all I can think of. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that probably is it, though. They're probably just putting a lot of focus. I I can't imagine a world where like the Vader series hasn't been pitched. Right. You know, I know right. but it's like it's like DC being like, yeah, we're just. We're just not going to do Batman. That's what you say. We're not going to do Batman. We're yeah. doing Batman. Like, if you have Del Toro coming in and saying, like, I've got this great Jabba the Hutt, like, gangster idea. You know what I mean? It's like, you, surely somebody has come along and they're like, hey, I'm sure you're getting, a, like, 10,000 of these a day, but I've got a great Vader pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, they've yeah. got to be listening to these people. They've got to know that this is a series that they're probably going to want to touch on. The only thing I can think why why not now is probably because they could do it. They they feel they could anytime. probably do it at any time. Yeah. Absolutely. And I hate to say mm-hmm. that because, you know, you got James Earl Jones or you've got Ian McDermott who could, would obviously be a big player in this series. But you have a character that is probably going to be around for a very long time, and they don't want to like, you know, blow through all of his stories. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right true. away. They, they could probably get away with doing this, like you know, ten years into Disney Plus or something. Yeah, yeah. Why do it now when you have other shows that are doing well? Yeah, save it for like. We want to do it on this just at this time, yeah. That's, that's right. a fair point. Um, any other final thoughts? Not for me. I just want to see Darth Vader kill people. Actually, the only <laughs> other final thought I could think is like the the tales of Vader's castle, where it's like anthology series, right? Right. Um, and like they could be like, hey, this is a special. It's five episodes, and every episode takes you into a different day or event or thing that, that cool. Vader went through, you know, and you could kind of span across different 
eras uh, of his life as Vader. Um, that would be interesting, right. but I feel that most fans would prefer the like, I want six or eight episodes that's telling a story. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. All right. Well, I thought that was a. It made me even more excited at the idea of it. So yep. I like that. Hope hope everyone else out there felt the same way. Let us know in the comments or, or on social media, wherever, what your thoughts are on uh, whether you'd want a Vader series. And if so, how would you imagine it to be? Is it like what we were saying? Something different? Something we didn't think about? Let us know, as always. And we appreciate you being here with us. But we're not done yet. Uh, kind of like Kylo Ren said once in a snowy forest a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Lacey Gillerin, what is going on? All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. It is, again. <laughs> so, guys, the way this works is every week, or recently every week, John has put up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter at RBATSWNN, and you give your answers, and then we read them on the show. So this past week, John asked, uh, pick any hashtag Star Wars character, and a birthday present they don't want slash like that they are trying to return to the store. And the reason they are returning it. All right. Mm. <laughs> First up is Joey Sack at Joey Sack. Hey, Joey. Joey says Grogu gave Din Djarin some ship polish for the Razor Crest. We all know why Din doesn't need it anymore. Ooh. <laughs> Enter gif of the Eesh. soccer coach. Uh, next is Adam Odal at Odal Adam. Hey, Adam. Adam said, Chevy Babes is returning the battery-operated power drill Vader got him because it didn't come with unlimited power. Ah, <laughs> well done. Well done. Next is Matt Skywalker at Jedi underscore adopted. Hey, Matt. Matt said, Darth Vader returning a lava lamp given to him by Obi-Wan Kenobi. <sighs> that's cold. I, that's Just thinking about Obi-Wan just being like this total troll. <laughs> Like Sending reminding him gifts, yeah. Reminding it just, it him just how he the got card him. just says LOL and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is Kyle B at Luke's Green Saber. Hey Kyle. Kale. Kyle said uh Ray was gifted a grandfather named Sheev Palpatine. She returned him because he was horrifying electrified zombie of a man attached to a claw machine. <laughs> Poe Dameron working the return counter at the evil old guy store. Deep sigh. Somehow Palpatine <laughs> returned. <laughs> the claw well machine done, is Kyle. what gets me. The old man attached to a claw machine. Mm. I like uh, I like how Poe yeah. works at the evil old guy store. <laughs> yeah. It sounds very Bill and Ted like <laughs> the evil old guy. <laughs> next is brian ward at brian e ward hey brian how's it going brian said sio bibble received and quickly returned a book on quote troubleshooting communications disruption <laughs> <laughs> class clever brian yeah uh, next is master for dummies yeah master bear jedi is next at master bear jedi way to get your handle master bear jedi <laughs> And they said, 3PO bought Han a chance cube, but Han's returning it because he no he hates knowing the odds. You guys are clever this week. Wow. Not that it's you're not clever on. every week, but. Uh, and then last but not least is Droid Mechanic at Agent Wawa. I believe this is Ryan. 
pretty sure. Uh, who said, Darth Maul exchanging a belt for suspenders. <laughs> Eesh. Eesh. That, that was savage. Was so good. Yeah. yeah. Guys, thank you so much. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. And if you're feeling extra awesome and extra fun, you can also follow us on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. Back to you, John. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching, being a part of TRB. A special thank you to our Patreon generals, uh, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Has Aslam, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, Timothy Hill, John Charlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, and Val Trichkoff, and our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C, Chris, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, and Micah Harrison. Thank you all for all of your support and all of our patrons and all of our listeners and viewers. Thank you all so much. Make sure you do subscribe to the show on your preferred audio podcast platform and of course YouTube if you like, wherever. And just do us a favor, share us with a friend who likes Star Wars. Let's grow the TRB crew. And uh, make sure while you're doing that, also go to StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, Right here, Johnny Hoey on Twitter. Writing and editing at Star Wars News Net and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. We're going to be hitting you up with The Rock on Tuesday. Nick Cage, Michael Bay, Sean Connery. What up? Lacey? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. And if you want to be awesome, because I know that you are, guys at home, mm-hmm. uh, retweet this episode or share it and let us know why you want to see a Vader series. Yeah. For sure. James? Uh, turn on Instagram at Meyer Trunks and on this channel doing the Bad Batch Reaction Show uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Is that coming to an end? 16 episodes? Yeah, I think like 20, there's... Yeah, no, there's 16 episodes. Uh, still a couple more weeks to go, though. Cool. Almost there. Very good. Yeah. Um, all right. So oh we hope God. everyone has a wonderful weekend and we'll see you Monday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>